I honestly feel like this might be the most disturbed episode that I have ever done, at least so far. And if anything, I'm just going to hope that you guys still look at me the same after the episode itself is done. Because I'm going to give a couple of very interesting opinions on some very interesting situations. But before I get to that, we need to start off from Brazil. Now, a Brazilian baby boy who was born with two penises has had one of them surgically removed. Now, I have issues with this because, you know, I, I can actually see some potential benefits of having two penises. But my bigger issue isn't just the fact that one of them was removed, but it was actually the big one. Because they weren't both the same size. The bigger one was removed. And my question is, like, I can get that people can be cock blocks, but to be the one that actually surgically removes the cock, like, that's a new level. Because, yes, I know someone could have complained, blah, blah, apparently the smaller one is the one that the boy could use to urinate. The big one wasn't doing shit. But you don't know what was happening with the other one. Like, women have had two holes in their vagina, and one of them is used for urinating. The other one, they didn't know the use of it up until sex happened. So why is it that they've suddenly decided to draw the line on guys? Because honestly, this feels like the reverse of when T.I. was like big things popping and little things stopping. Because honestly, these guys decided to chop off the big one. Like, the big one that would have helped him with the babes in the future when he's an adolescent, when he's going through puberty. Because this guy would have had massive benefits if he had both his dicks. Like, you think about it. Considering that this defect is like a 1 in 5 million, if any babe would try to act all sweet and like super hot fire and shit with him, this guy would be like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, you're not even worth all that shit and everything. Shorty would be like, you don't know me. I'm a 1 in a million type girl. This nigga would be like, I'm a 1 in 5 million type guy. And mine is even backed up by fact. Talk about that shit. Like, this nigga would have it properly good like this guy would probably have the most selfish of threesomes when you think about it because one shorty would be riding one dick and the other shorty would be sucking on the other like this boy would have been the stuff of fantasies for so many babes that have been looking forward to double penetration but do not want to be the type that would cheat on their boyfriend or allow for an open relationship because their boyfriend would have to screw someone else because they'd have the double penetration from one guy and hell, this guy would even have benefits from the guy's point of view when you look at it. Because it's not just about the babes here. This guy would have the most justified reason to cheat. Because if at any point his girlfriend caught him cheating, he'd just say that he was using the other dick. Like, if anything, it kind of reminds us of that story that I gave about the babe who had the two vaginas. Like, this guy would say that one is for love and the other one is simply just for physical pleasure. And that shit would probably be justified because they would not know the difference. Also, if he became a porn star, he'd probably just separate the two and say that one is for business and the other one is for pleasure. And you know, like no one gets some pro bono shit. Like any woman that would date this guy would have the two for one special in every single sense of the word. And if this guy was bragging about banging someone's girlfriend, he would literally say, I'm sorry, but it's not that it's your problem. I just have twice the dick. Like, there's so much that would have looked up for this guy, besides just having the bigger dick instead of the smaller one. But it's unfortunate that now he will never have to know what it is to have two dicks. He will never have to know 
what it's like to have the bigger penis over the smaller one, he will never biologically understand how dual SIM phones work, and worst of all, he will not have the smart comeback for when a babe starts telling him that he's thinking with his dick, because at that point he'd have said that two heads are better than one. Anyways, we have a podcast to do and fortunately for some of you, there's only one dick here instead of two, so we might as well get the show going in our very typical fashion, where I usually start by saying, Welcome to Breaktime on Westside, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who sometimes wishes he had two dicks, because I factually and physically actually have more dick than she could handle, so that would probably justify me getting another babe. He's a man whose sickness for the thickness prevents him from skinny dipping. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denverby. This show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to talk about stuff that doesn't necessarily have to have two penises. Sometimes I might include that dilemma here and there. Usually, I try to come to some form of conclusion, and sometimes y'all might disagree. And if you do disagree, if you agree, if you want to give feedback, then the way to do it is pretty simple. If you're on IG, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, then you can find and engage with me on there. On Facebook and on IG, it is at Breaktime on Westside. You can slide into the DMs. The DMs are always open. And on Twitter, you can slide into at the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle. And I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. Same thing happens with Tweet Street as well. And if you happen to be on any of those apps and you happen to be giving feedback, then a nice follow would be appreciated, you know. It doesn't cost you anything, it's something that takes like a quarter of a second and I'll definitely be happier for it because, you know, that extra plus one and shit. And also if you're listening through an app that allows for ratings and reviews, a nice rating and or review would be highly appreciated. Makes me sound more legit when I call myself a chart-topping podcaster and, you know, helps fluff my ego and shit. But anyways, that aside, we definitely do need to get into our main topic of today and I have eaten into quite a bit of time, but before I do that, We need to talk about this interesting TikTok sort of topic or trend, if I can call it that, that kind of went viral this past week. And people were really talking about it for quite a number of days and people have made all sorts of videos about it. Now, it's referred to as the Dubai Porta Potty. And if you don't know what it is, this is the very first time that I think I might ever tell you to not go and search for it and actually find out what it's about. Let me just explain it for you. So that I can save your appetite, I can save your eyes and, you know, I can save the level of imagination that you have. So the Dubai Porta Potty is a story or at least it's it's the name that's given to this story of how apparently some influencers were getting paid by very wealthy people from Dubai. uh, Some sheikhs here and there, some rich businessmen here and there. And they would go there and you'd think that it's just sex, but it's not sex. They'd get shitted on uh, in the mouth. They'd, you know, like masturbate camels or some shit or suck camel dicks or some shit. And all of this nastiness would net them anywhere from like $30,000 to even a million. And these are babes that are being flown out first class. And it's not like it's just basic babes. It's like high following, you know, fairly influential or so it's been said, Instagram females. So it kind of became a thing that people were talking about this past week. And I guess it it's sort of news for a lot of people. Personally, for me, I sort of heard about it about three years ago if not four uh but essentially it was it was actually something that one of my people actually reached out to me and asked me my thoughts on it so i figured i should talk about it here because some people were kind of talking about how oh you know is this what the world's come to blah 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 and the whole 
you know it seems very uh low for someone to do all of that just for the money and shit and honestly i don't know like some people were busy saying that oh we shouldn't judge the babes because you know uh if your back's up against the wall and someone offers you that you know it's not easy for someone to just stand it down and say no and frankly i'm gonna be very honest here i'm gonna judge the babes like (laughs) this is sad and will be here like what the fuck do you expect um here's the thing like i get how people can make it seem like someone was between a rock and a hard place and when you're offered such an offer you take it and you move with it and it could carry merit it's just that a lot of the babes that were going for this actually the babes that have been reported going for such activities not just once but repeatedly aren't babes that have no following and no ways of making income like you find that some of these babes have a massive following on ig which could have translated to a good amount of money if they actually decided to put their efforts on marketing and looked for some organization to endorse them so that they can do a marketing campaign or some shit maybe this is just my business side talking but that's how i look at it because you can't tell me that a shorty with like 150,000 followers on ig and possibly you know maybe like another hundred or so thousand on like other social media platforms cannot utilize their platform and their reach to actually make money and decides you know what how about i go for the thirty thousand dollars that this guy from from saudi arabia from dubai is offering me like it seems very pointless to do that and actually i even forgot to mention first of all that this isn't something that only happens in dubai or in the middle east I think it happens in a lot of different places but in places where there's a lot more discrimination it probably happens a lot more but i'll get into why i think that's the case a little bit later now my underlying reasoning behind me actually judging these babes isn't the fact that they just decided to take it for a lot of money it's because they've had options and they decided to take the one which had the money but seemed to have a lot less of the work now The unfortunate side of it is they get to take a lot of shit, pun intended. Now, on the other hand, while I do judge these babes and, you know, people can say that I'm being insensitive or inconsiderate or or I don't understand their issues, the other people that I judge for this are the people on the other side that offer these babes such money. Like the so-called wealthy businessmen, the so-called sheikhs that offer them between $30,000 to a million dollars to do all these kinds of shits to them, I also do have some judgment for these guys. Because I feel like, to a certain degree, this comes from a point of massive disrespect. Or can I call it a sense of massive disgust? Like, no word of a lie. Like, that's my thought on it. And let me even just explain that for a little bit. You can see that these guys are willing to fly out like model type babes for it. Like extremely fine by today's standards babes are being flown out to get shitted on, to milk a camel in the sexual sense and they are being paid for this. Now let me ask, would they do that with any one of their wives? Any one of wife number one, two, three, even though they have 16 wives, would they ever let their wife be taken through such shit? And the reality of it is they probably wouldn't. They most probably wouldn't. Hell, if they knew of a babe who had done that shit, they would not wife that babe. They wouldn't. So the question is, why the hell is it that they're doing that to other women that they wouldn't consider their wives? Now, don't get me wrong. 
I know this whole wife thing seems very, very subjective and it can be very contradictory with a lot of cases. You know, it's not like a lot of guys would be open to having a devil's threesome with their wives. Like they'd not let their wives be on the other side of the devil's threesome while there's another guy on the other end of things. And that's understandable. But you look at the lengths that these guys are going, like these guys will not let their wives be rolling around in bikinis. Guess who it is that they're busy flying out? The shorties that are posting up the bikini photos. Like they're flying these babes out and they're having shit like plastered all over them. They're having them eat shit. They're having suck off and like milk off camels, whether it's with their hand or their mouths. And honestly, it feels like they look at these women as some version of a common whore and they will actually do all sorts of disgusting shit that they'd probably like seeing being done to whores. And then once they can get off of that, they'll chase them away after they've given them their money because they were only doing it for the money and these guys have a fuck ton of that money to give away. Considering that quite a number of these guys didn't even need to do all that much work to get that money. Some of them are literally just royalty money or it's inheritance money. And if you think I'm wrong, go and talk to a couple of prostitutes out in your streets or in your area and shit. And you'll probably find out that the people that are the most conservative, whenever they go and they get a whore, they do a lot more disrespectful shit to that prostitute than you'd probably find the typical person who just wants to go and get off. But when they go back to their wife, they'll have their normal consensual sex and they'll probably even stick to missionary and shit. Hell, I used to hear about stories of like babes being paid like 50k by like Indian tycoons here in this country and they're being done for all sorts of shit like you know they're getting golden showers and everything and they just get disrespected and beaten and treated like garbage and shit. So to be completely honest, all of this shit I feel like it just comes from a certain level of disgust and disrespect towards these kinds of women. And the fact that this industry exists means that there's a couple of these guys that actually like watching that shit being done to these kinds of women. And the unfortunate side of it is because they have the money and there's some babes that are willing to do anything for that money, those babes will consent to it and as the saying goes, willing buyer, willing seller. But anyways, considering that this has taken an incredibly long amount of time, I will leave it at that and move it on. So on to our main topic of today. And this one is actually a particularly interesting one because it's a very interesting dilemma question and I know I probably should have used it as like the rant or something but this one is particularly interesting because it's become fairly common over the past couple of months ever since I'd say probably end of December all the way through till like right now and you'll hear this one coming out because the the main points are particularly interesting it's it's a dilemma of a man whose wife is sick with a terminal illness and because she has a very short time before she eventually dies she asks if she can sleep with her ex now people have made their own renditions to this entire story and you know they vary the timeline between six weeks six months four weeks two weeks two months you know they've they've made all sorts of variations to the entire timeline but the storyline is still technically the same fortunately i managed to actually get the original version of this dilemma which was actually a reddit post and i'm gonna read it for you and the title of it is my dying wife asked me if i'd be okay if she had sex with her ex one last time so it says and i quote I can't have this tied to my mane but I really need to say something about it and have no one I can tell. My wife has a terminal disease. She's projected to live at most 9 months. I am of course destroyed. We've been together for a decade. 
I don't remember life without her and I don't know what I'm going to do when she's gone. I've been doing my best to make the last days of her life good and grant her whatever wish I can. The doctors said that she was likely to need a wheelchair in 4 or 5 months. Then by month 8, she'll be bedridden for the last 2 weeks. That's if she doesn't decline faster. Recently, she sat me down and told me that one of the last things she wanted to do was to have sex with a previous partner of hers. I of course was shocked and I asked why the fuck she wants that. So basically, she thinks that her most physically compatible satisfying lover was him. She gave a whole monologue about how sex sometimes is just physical and how emotionally fulfilling sex is with me but it was bullshit to get to that point. So now I'm left with this, deny my dying wife a wish for my own ego or let her fuck another man who she feels was better. Honestly, I'm so pissed off and betrayed that she asked this of me. I feel like I'm put in a position where I have to say yes because she's dying. I know what I want to say but I don't know if that's right. I'm so hurt that sex with an ex was apparently so good that she needs to do it once before she dies. I just hate everything about this." End quote. Now, this is the original post, so there's about 9 months and guys have definitely had their own takes on this. And you know, some people are like, oh, you know, she's dying, I probably just let her hit. Like, it's literally just physical, there's nothing about it, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, there's a ton of guys who came out and are like, nah, you know what, this is bull, drop the bitch, leave. Like, there's definitely a ton of guys who've come out and said that. You know, different platforms, obviously different opinions and shit. Now, interestingly enough, I'm going to spoil the ending for myself and just go ahead and tell you guys what I'd have probably done if I was this guy in this situation. And let me be very honest, I'd probably allow for it to happen. And I'm going to explain the why and the how I'd actually let everything happen because I definitely have conditions in it. But I'm going to do that a little bit later. But I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like this is one of the worst requests to have. And I'm not saying this because, oh, I'm a guy and I wouldn't want my woman sleeping with anyone else. It's just from a point of there's certain questions that you're not supposed to ask your partner, especially when it comes to certain gender sides to it. Like, you know, you can't exactly be the one that's trying to pressure your girlfriend for you to, you know, have sex with her best friend in a threesome. Like, there's some questions that you're just not supposed to ask. And this is one of them. But I guess since she's dying in, you know, in very Drake-ish fashion, you only live once YOLO and shit, she probably decided, you know what, I might as well just get this off my chest before my lungs and my titties collapse from the weight of this request going undelivered. You know? Shit like that, I guess. Like... <laughs> I don't know. This is this is one of those really annoying things that you'd never want to be put through. It's almost like having, you know, like a finger or like a butt plug stuck into a nigga's ass and yet he has never thought about and never even been open to the idea of butt play. Like it's it's exactly like that because it's uncomfortable, it's unwarranted, it's not something that you wanted in the first place and it's like you did not consent to that shit at any given point when you are getting into your agreement because there's definitely guys that are actually into that shit the whole idea of watching someone else fuck your woman you know it arouses them and you know it's like i guess porn in like live band session or some shit but there's definitely a large multitude of guys the largest majority of guys aren't really for that shit and a large majority of those guys would not be comfortable with someone banging their woman when they don't know 
So imagine how they're supposed to feel when they do know that there's a guy that's going to bang that woman. Like that shit is devastating as hell for most guys. And to make matters worse, what if she miraculously gets better? Like what if she was to actually miraculously get better? Now they'd have the knowledge that the wife definitely likes being fucked by some other guy as opposed to him and now this guy might probably even go into some form of mental sickness like depression or some shit simply because he now knows that he does not satisfy his wife the same way the ex does. Does the marriage still remain that way? Do these guys remain looking at each other the same exact way after allowing such a thing to happen? Because honestly, I doubt the man would ever look at the wife the same exact way. The wife probably might look at the husband and be like, oh, you know, I love him all the more for it and shit. But this man might not look at his wife the same exact way afterwards. But anyways, considering that I am not that guy, let me explain how I'd actually go about it. Because I already spoiled it for myself. I said that I'd probably allow it. But it's not like I'd allow it at the nine month period. Like, I'd wait till like she's say what like maybe four or five weeks maybe at the most like eight to nine weeks away from her expected time of death or some shit then i'd probably allow the guy to come through because like the whole text had said in about four or five months which is usually around the midway point she'd have to be in a wheelchair and by month eight she'll probably be bedridden now by the time she's getting to the point where she's nearly being bedridden and it's like a terminal illness uh assuming that it's some version of cancer she probably barely has hair on her head she probably looks like she's deteriorated quite a bit personally for me i'd probably still love her because she's my wife and all and i know i'm going to sound sadistic as shit for this this would probably be the time when i'd call that nigga because if anything i will call this guy and i will tell him that my wife is dying and she said as part of her last dying requests that she wants to fuck him now bring this guy over let him see the woman that he used to enjoy fucking before now of course she will not look anywhere as close as what she used to look like when she was busy being fucked in her prime now of course at that point this guy is gonna have you know like issues doing it because we know as niggas in as much as we're fucking just the vagina, you know, we're having sex with the body. So the body, you know, the face, those shits have to look good. Otherwise, it's just gonna be a lot of hell for us to actually allow that kind of sex to happen. You know, we'll have issues getting hard and shit. But, you know, this guy's gonna probably be like, oh, no, 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 I don't think I can do this. I don't think it would be right. You know, I wouldn't want to ruin the sanctity of a marriage, blah, blah, blah. Excuses just to make sure that he doesn't have to do that shit. But I'm gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna allow you to do that shit. And anyways, it's someone's dying wish. Would you really want to not give them their dying wish? So this man now would be left with your wife. You know, you give them a whole pass of like a day, maybe a weekend then at that point in time this nigga will struggle to get his boner he will most probably underperform when it comes to fucking this babe and once he is done considering that she will have been suffering from so many other things the sex will not even have been worth all that much now i can come back and even ask if it was good and she'll be like you know what it wasn't even worth it or i don't even have to say anything she'll probably feel like she'll have wasted a sin and at the end of it I will have fulfilled someone's dying wish and considering that I didn't allow for it to happen much earlier before, I'll have prevented myself from a situation where my wife would have possibly gotten better and we'd have had this massive issue hanging above our heads. So in conclusion, let me just say this, 
Stop asking niggas these kinds of questions. You already know that it's not nice for a guy to be asked such a question, so why the hell bother? Otherwise, you will end up with sadistic answers like mine. But then again, maybe I'm not the most creative of the bunch. Maybe there's a slightly better or a slightly worse way that this entire thing should have been handled or maybe you have an entirely different opinion on the entire thing. Either way, I want your feedback on it. The DMs are open on IG, it is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into the personal DMs of at D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>